If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Channel F, the Fanbyte flagship video game podcast where we talk about all the hottest games that you crave. Uh, joining me, I'm Merritt K. Joining me, uh, as always, is uh, Fanbyte Senior Managing Editor, Niriam. Hi. I don't know if you can say flagship. That's kind of like my word, but okay. Well, uh, I did, so. I can't unsay it is the problem with time because it does only go in the one direction. Right. And of course, this is like a live podcast that everybody hears immediately. It is live. We can't like edit that out or anything. There's no edits, baby. This is the uncensored, uncut version. This is the DVD home release version of this Mm. podcast. Mm -hmm. You are getting all of the chills, spills, thrills, and kills. And uh, standing in for uh, Funke Joseph today, who is currently attempting to escape from Toronto, is fan by podcast producer Jordan Mallory. Hello, it's me, Jordan Mallory. I've been erased from time and am trapped in a pocket dimension outside of reality due to events that will occur later in the podcast. Hey, howdy. I don't think you can say howdy. That's my word. Oh, oh, oh God. Yeah, you're oh, Texan. Shit. Oh. Don't worry about it. How do you feel about now? How do you feel about the proliferation of y'all online? It's good. It's good. You think it's good? Y'all okay. is an all inclusive, gender neutral term. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. 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 I I get that. It's useful. Yeah, no, I think it's useful for me. I feel like I've tried to pull back on it because it always feels a little affected when I say it. And so I but there is really no other good alternative in English aside from you guys, which like people, you know, some, some might say, see you all, yeah, which is fine. You all. Do whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, I've said you all, but that's. I loved um, in uh, when I was in grad school, I had a professor who would address the undergrads as friends. Mm. Hello, Ross, friends. Rachel, Joey, <laughs> Welcome, friends. Phoebe, <laughs> or or gang. Hey, Gunther. gang. Um, and uh, special guest today, we have Fanbyte staff writer Mike Williams. Hello, what's up? How y'all hey. doing today? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, see, yeah, because see, good. see, half of my family is Texas. Oh, from that, from that Port oh. Arthur area. So that's uh, the that's the yah part is the is the Texan half, and then the all was just like that's just you. You can just say all 
and y'all yeah. at the same time. And it's just kind of like mesh, meshes together. This is a great bit I'm doing. What part of Texas are you all from? Uh, Beaumont, Port Arthur. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the, the whole the whole mom side of the family is Texas. All of them didn't leave. The whole dad side is North Carolina. All of them didn't leave. My parents left, and I, I, I've never gone, so. You're not missing much. Well, I must admit that I do want to go back now that I am lost beyond the veil of existence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I visit, and it doesn't. It's I'd like to go to Texas just once, you know. Yeah, I, I mean it's 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 very nice. It's 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 very flat and kind of yeah. I wouldn't say boring. It's pretty boring. But yeah, yeah. I mean, where I live, like you know, outside the city, there are like hills and mountains and forests, mm. and, and in Texas, it's just like, man, that's just flat, or that's bay. <laughs> Let me tell you about Fargo, North Dakota, and flatness. <laughs> yeah, no, I just you know, there's so much of this great country that I would love to see one day and that I haven't because I mostly just fly over it when I go places. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And uh, there's so much the big middle, you know, the big creamy middle of the Oreo that is the United States of America. Oh no, Merritt, are you an East Coast elite? Well, I mean, uh, I guess I am. Yeah, I've lived on both coasts. Um, so you're also a British citizen and you do fly into America every time that you record this every week. Yeah, speaking of um, speaking of a, a great country, um, spe- well, mm. you know, opinions opinions well, vary. Uh, exactly, I, that's pretty. Hey, hey, can we just say something? That's kind of fucked up to put "great" in the name of your country. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's Great Britain. Like this, we don't call it Great America or even Good America. We just I call mean, it that, the United States of America. Well, but yeah, but they call it the United Kingdom, so we're even That's on true. that. Fuck yeah, um, right. Shit. United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. They have too many names. They have too many names. It's just all England now, guys. Sorry. Um, but I wanted to talk about kind of a curious phenomenon that came up last week when we were planning this podcast, uh, which is that British People really like, okay, that's a stereotype. British developers and publishers seem to favor simulation and strategy games. Like, because it seems, and I don't know what the psychological or historical reason for this is. I have some theories, but there are a bunch of British developers making strategy and simulation games. And we've been playing a bunch of them lately, sort of independently without meaning to. Um, Niram, you have been playing Total War, Warhammer 2, 3? 3, but... 3, but... There's only 3. I thought there were 40,000 of them. Wow, well... Wow. Well, well, it's not Final Fantasy, Jordan. Come on. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, wait. Wait, there isn't a Total Warhammer 40,000, though, right? No, No, there isn't yet, because they've been doing Warhammer classic um and 40k has been relic and some others and, right yeah and it's spread around but generally 40k seems to be a different type of strategy a little bit more tactics yeah more tactics is kind of where they found success they the, the warhammer 40k strategy games were weird there for a minute because um the dawn of war games were kind of the like uh flagship to use a word that i like um, of the Warhammer 40k strategy mm-hmm, brand mm-hmm. for a little while there. And they did Warhammer 40k Dawn of War 1, 
ages and ages ago, like probably 20 years ago now, actually, probably pretty damn close to 20 years ago. They did. They followed that up with Warhammer, uh, Dawn of War 2, which was a very different thing. That was like mm-hmm. at the height of League of Legends and MOBAs. It was much more hero focused, right? Much more hero focused. It was like you control four dudes on a map and you just walked through the maps and they all had abilities and leveled up between things. It was really cool. I love Dawn of War 2, but a lot of the diehard strategy relic fan purists really, really disliked it despite it getting mm. really good reviews. Um, so they went back to the Dawn of War 1 model in Dawn of War 3, and it was like kind of a huge wet fart. Like nobody cared. Um, they were like, this is what you wanted, right? And it turned out that yeah. actually the, the super vocal people were not correct. Yeah, Dawn of War 3 was trying to be everything to everyone, and it didn't quite mm. hit anyone. Yeah. Um, so now that's sort of spread out. So you got like Mechanicus, uh, Chaos, something. Right. Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. The splintering of Warhammer 40,000 games is something we have talked about on the show before. There are so many of them now. Um, And even if you're just into tactics or strategy games, there's so many of those. Yep. From squad base to like Epic 40K to all this other stuff. But Total War Warhammer 3 came out earlier this year. And the last patch expansion, what exactly is it? DLC. Was DLC. it this year that it came out? I think it came out game? in wow. early February. Yeah, it came um, out earlier this year. And, and yeah, like the big but, selling uh, point of that was that if you had one and two, all that stuff came over as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what the that's what is coming out tomorrow or to when does this go live, Jordan? Time means nothing to me now, but for you who still experience linear causality, it goes live on Wednesday, August twenty third. Two days after my disappearance. Okay, embargo's up anyway, I think, today, so it should There's be There's okay. coverage of it already online. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Yeah, so Immortal cool. Empires is the right. the new... It's in beta, technically? Technically, it's in beta, yeah, which they did with Mortal Empires, which was the previous version of this, oh. Warhammer 2. Now, um, is this the is this uh, vampire counts and those guys or is it Merit. chaos? Uh huh. Merit, it's everybody. It's everybody. The oh, the gang's all here. The gang's every, all here. Every the every Warhammer planet. faction comes in for one big party. Every exactly. It's it's it is literally that though. Now, can you be uh, lizard man? Yes. Yes. Can you be Skaven? Yes. yes. Wow. Uh, oh, you know what? I took a screenshot of this specifically to show you this, Merit. I, I have the. Man? You can be the Beastmen. You can be yeah. literally every wow. kind of faction that and, has and, ever and, been. And, that, cool. and, and that's why the, the selling point for three was everybody. So, like, they had did yeah. in one and two certain races, and then three was just hey, like, let's finish everything up and This rebalance. is a number of... Uh, of, of fellas, huh? This yeah. is quite, quite a few fellas. Can we go through them all? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... At this point in the show, I suggested that I should guess what each of these factions are, since I knew nothing about Warhammer at the time. Now I know everything, and I'm filled with regret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to sort of give you uh, give you some flavor, or we can all sort of... I want to I want to hear what Jordan yeah I want to hear yeah, Jordan okay. guess. Okay, Jordan, beast man. That's pretty obvious, right? These are men who are beasts, the Minotaur and his ilk. Almost cute compared to what I have now seen. Yeah. Correct. You, you got Cheetor. Yeah. Rat Trap. Rhinoc. Yep. Yeah. Optimus Primal. Yeah. Uh what about Bretonia? These are your traditional Western medieval imperialists. Yes, good yeah, job. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. They're, they're knights. Uh, they're on horses. And they have lances. 
Um, Demon Demons of Chaos. Spelled with an A E, of course. It's because it's England. Mm-hmm. Here I made a great joke about the mailer demon that keeps my emails from going through, but now I know that demons are no laughing matter in email or elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are the mailer demons. They're up in there. Um, you gotta put you- up some ice to protect it. My actual answer was that they are like the guys from the Burning Crusade. Yeah. Oh, the Infernal Legion? Oh, kind of. Yeah, they're just demons who are... They're, yeah, they're demons. They love chaos. They're 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 chaos, yeah. Uh, dark elves. Do these guys live underground? Are they subterranean elves? That's D&D. D&D rules has drow. I don't know what the dark elves deal in Warhammer is. I think they're just... <sighs> I think they're just evil elves. I think they're elves who worship chaos instead yes. of like the humans. Right? Because if they're elves, if they're like the Dark Eldar in 40k, then well, the Dark Eldar have a whole different thing where they have to maintain this weird culture. They have they have a Hellraiser culture for the express purpose of not getting their souls eaten by a giant demon. <laughs> like having that Hellraiser culture is the only thing that prevents that from happening. I think. Gotta um, feed the worm. Yeah. Uh, dwarves, easy. They're dwarves, you know. Crucially, these are dwarves. Dwarves? Spelled with an F and not a V. Yeah, oh, that's probably because they couldn't trademark dwarves. This is also a thing about Games Workshop in the last decade is they changed the official names of a lot of stuff because they're like, oh, shit, we can't copyright the term Space Marine. So they're the Adeptus Astartes, which they were. Okay, yeah. yes, people are like, they always were. Yes, but that's how they officially refer to them now. Same with yeah. like Imperial Guard. It's like some other shit. It's really I, I, I will it's say still, I know more 40K than I know yeah. Warhammer Classic Same, yeah. because I do not play 40K like the miniatures game, but I read a ton of the novels. They're fantastic. Oh, Eisenhorn and all those yes. guys. Everybody loves Eisenhorn. Yeah, Eisenhorn, Gaunt's Coast. They're taking the Hobbits to Eisenhorn. (laughs) (laughs) There was a really cool 40K-based game that, like, no one played called Inquisitor. Yeah. That was a weird combination of, like, a D and d kind of RPG and a miniatures game, but it used these weird scale miniatures that were, like, three times as big as 40K or ones. And uh, Eisenhorn was, I think, in that and, like, it was, it was really cool, but... Eisenhorn uh, had his own game, too. There is an Eisenhorn game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, The Empire. I don't remember what I said about this one, but apparently it was wrong. Sometimes I can't see it all so clearly, and sometimes it is, as though I am fumbling through a dream, grasping at shadows and the half-obscured memories of a life I never lived. Well, actually, no. The Empire no. is just guys. It's just, generic it's good guys. guys. The closest yeah. thing you get to good guys. Say, they're Sigmar's guys. Good, good, good. End quote. So, so now I have a, I have a question about this, which is is Total War three post Age Warhammer? of Sigmar? Yes. Yeah. I, all, okay. all of the Total okay. War Warhammers are so they are have under fantasy the new... space marines. They have all kinds of weird shit. It's like the realms of magic stuff. Oh, are they? I thought that. So I thought that Total War Warhammer was like this is our grand send off for the era before because they're not elves. Here. Here. They're high elves. Shit, I actually don't know how any of this works. All I know is that at some point, Nobody Games Workshop was like, works. we're detonating Warhammer so you have to buy a bunch of new stuff again. Um, and they had a big in-world apocalypse and then a bunch of crazy shit happened. Grand Cathay, is that... Am I allowed to say that? 
Uh, it, Grand Cathay is uh, fantasy China. Yeah. It, and all of the stereotypes you would associate yeah. with that. It looks like they don't have pupils. Well, th- that lady doesn't. I think it's it's most just, of them do. It's because of her dark magics. Mm-hmm. Uh, green skins. These are your classic orcs. Orcs and gobbos. Are they mushrooms like in 40,000? Are they mushrooms? No, I don't think so. Not in not in I don't think they I are. don't think so. Are they psychics but don't know it like in 40,000? No. I don't psychics think so. Really mushrooms a are a big part of orc and goblin stuff though because I think goblins eat psychedelic mushrooms and then yeah, freak out and, and stuff, spin yeah. around these big uh ball and chains. It's a whole it, thing. There's also squigs. Squigs, squigs are a thing. Like they yeah. have dogs named squigs and I think the squigs might be mushrooms. Possibly. No one's right? quite sure how the science works. Hi elves. <laughs> Those are the elves that are smoking on that shit that they <laughs> They got that sweet tank. Yeah. Um, corn. Who's corn? Do you know who corn is, Jordan? Different guy. No, no. It looks like some kind of marauding death cult. Yeah, pretty much. Corn is the god of war. Uh, yeah, that's great. He's, when people are like blood for the blood god, he's the blood god. It's, yeah, that's literally what that refers to is corn. Oh, word. Yes. Yeah. I never knew that was from Warhammer. Uh, I don't know what Kislev is, but I would guess it's Fantasy Russia? Yes. Fantasy Russia. Okay. 100%. Exactly That's right. Uh, they worship a big bear. Lizard men. He is from Soul Calibur. No. He is. Uh, no. Jordan. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you know how <laughs> lizard men are so fucked. <laughs> Jordan, do you know how Grand Cathay is like Fantasy China? Which part of the world do you think lizard men are supposed to represent? This question was a trap, albeit an ingenious one, set by my dear friend Miriam. I did not yet understand the depths of their treachery or the lengths they would go to in order to have what they so desperately wanted. <laughs> That's good. That's a trap. Yeah. No, yeah, it's correct. not as much of a trap as you think. Um, it's kind of like Central and South America. Totally. They're like Aztecs. They yeah, the sun except God they're also possibly like... Angelic creatures given form to fight the Skaven or something. Yes, I think lizard men are actually like pretty arguably good good guys of this universe. Yeah, in, as yeah. far as that goes. Norska, okay, that's just fantasy Assassin's Creed. Sure. Um, who's Nurgle? Nurgle. <laughs> who's, who's Nurgle? Uh, Merit, that's the character that you played on our Lady Blackbird episode. <laughs> of uh, ninety nine potions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who's Nurgle? It looks like a big Cyclops troll abomination guy. A Trollclops. Yeah, Nurgle is uh, the god of disease and um, rot and stuff. My guy looks like he should be hanging out with Kalthuzid in Maximus. Mm. Yes, actually. Oh, so yeah. So so basically, all of the Blizzard stuff. Yeah. Is yeah. just Warhammer. Right, because they were making a game and the deal fell through. StarCraft was literally started as a 40K game, yeah. Yeah, so, like, Nurgle is 100% Nax Ramus and all that stuff. Uh, ogre kingdoms are, it's just a bunch of big guys. Just, just ogres. It's some large I, lads. I should have taken a picture of, like, the, the, the default ogre. So, uh, the thing I haven't even said about this list of characters is if you click through on any of these, uh-huh. 90% of them have, like, eight different, like, generals that you can fuck? be as instead with all of their should own I unique passives this? and stuff. It's cool, man. It's, it's good. It's it's a lot to get into Warhammer. It's a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is, that's the thing that I kind of wanted to bring up with this segment because I've been playing Two Point Campus and... 
I don't know if I just don't have the brain for these kinds of games or what, but like there's mm. a million different things you have to keep track of. And like in that game, so you're trying to build a university. It's like two point hospital, except school instead of hospital. And it's like, eventually there will be a two point game for every explosive capitalist institution. I'm pretty glad they haven't done two point prison yet because, uh, <laughs> that basically already exists. Prison Architect is no. A, is there are a like a bunch game. of those games, yeah. Um, but like, and it's kind of funny and stuff. Like it is, it's yeah. You know, it's it's British humor. It does all the characters do kind of look like Smooth Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, but uh, it's it's kind of cool. Like I like how it's none of it's not like like everything is a joke, right? Like you don't have science classes. You have like Scientography. Um, in like the hospital one, it's like all fictional things. Like, oh, you have a disease where you turn into a clown, yeah, um, and like we have to be put through a machine that like that just like de clowns you or whatever. Um, but there's so much to keep track of, and it's just like, first of all, trying to build something. I'm like, I forget how buildings look, and so I'm just like, it's a big open space with a room in the, the middle of it, right? That's what a building is. Yeah, and there's no hallways. It's just kind of a huge space around it. And then placing things, I'm like, oh, I want it to be even and symmetrical, but it's not going to be. Um, and there's like a million students walking around, all with like different needs and stuff, yeah. like the Sims. And I'm like, I. And so this is kind of what that seems like to me is like, I know that this is a game for a specific type of person, and sometimes I kind of wish I was that type of person, but I don't know if I am. So I, I, I just finished recording an episode of Three Moves Ahead. Uh, a podcast that ah, you know, I'm familiar I sometimes with it. Go about Two Point Campus. Uh-huh. And like half the discussion is the fact that for hardcore sim heads, Two Point Campus is actually missing stuff. Like you can't oh. get into certain numbers. Yeah. So with that in mind, I would say <laughs> if Two Point Campus uh, seems fiddly and a lot for you, I would not go this is probably and try be too Total much. War, yeah. Warhammer. Um, okay. Uh, it's similar to uh, the the split that we were talking about uh, was uh, between like the two point games, which are more uh, general focused, and something like Planet Coaster or Planet Zoo, which gives you right like yeah. all of the numbers, and you have to really think about paths because you have to make sure that everyone can get to like it's real simulation. Uh and and that's not for everyone. And and Total War, I Total War is a lot for me. And I play a lot of Sims and strategy games. So uh- the thing about Total War is that it's like the grand, like it's the closest thing that you've ever gotten to like putting both a real time strategy game and like a sim, like civilization together in the same thing. And nobody has really kind of done that at the same scale outside of Total War because it is like you have settlements and provinces. <clears throat> And you put buildings on them, and there's production, and there's a whole turn-based element. And then when you move those characters together in civilization, those like it just plays an animation of a caveman beating a Sherman tank with a club. Mm. Um, and it takes one damage, and then on the next turn, you take six damage. Uh, in Total War games, um, it goes into like real, actual, huge maps and has giant battle lines between regiments of soldiers that are all simulated oh. in real time. And you and- actually have to know like terrain. You have oh to my know. God. Uh, uh, group High formation, ground, group formation. You like like spearmen are stronger against cavalry. 
If you put your cavalry, you want them to come at the side, perhaps in like a, you know, like an arrow for point formation to to break through. I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Zoom in. Sounds like a lot. You can see like, you can see individual, like, you know, if you're playing Troy or something like that, you can see like a, a Spartan soldier with a, like a brass sword or a bronze sword, uh, like cutting a guy. And like, they're, they're actually down there fighting. And, the thing about Total War Warhammer has always been like it's the Warcraft 3 version of that where in addition to all of those like regiments of soldiers you can just have like what if you had an 80 foot giant that could just like pre- you could have a superpower and you press that button and you have gear that you equip to the 80 foot giant or you know Grand Cathay there's literally like a general who rides in on like a like a classical Chinese dragon and like just burns entire regiments of archers mm. and stuff from from the skies and the Skaven can have giant like green energy cannons and the Vampire Coast is all about like um, no wait sorry hold on <laughs> hold on the Vampire Coast yeah the Vampire Coast that's the name of the faction they changed it because they used to be Vampire Counts no they're the next one so the Counts are the classic wait what vampire you're there's thinking two. of <laughs> the Vampire Coast are pirates wait. yeah <laughs> Remember, Merritt, did you ever see Wait, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2? The one with the tentacle beard men. Yeah, probably. Horrors from the deep, ostensibly. How foolish. How pedestrian compared to all that I have seen. Yeah. What if that was, what if the tentacle beard people were also vampires? Vampire That's what the vampire coast, coast is. Yeah. That sounds like. That sounds like a super group formed by the combination <laughs> of Best Coast and Vampire Weekend. That's insane. They look you can't awesome, just though. call things this. They look so cool in practice. Like they have pet <laughs> legs and like crab arms. <sighs> okay. Well, one of um, them is a siren who's like a she's a goat. She's like LeChuck from. Uh, Monkey Island 3, I think, or is it 2, where he's a ghost, and she's like a ghost, but she's a siren because she was like drowned underwater, but she came back as like a this big giant, like big lady who loves to sing and it um, magically enthralls people. Love me a big lady who loves to sing. Well, um, maybe I won't get into this then, but I do want to go through the rest of these because we're almost there. Um, Jordan, you know about the Skaven because we played that game. Yes, Warhammer, Vermintide 2. A game that was quite fun, but also so tremendously violent that we all lost interest in exposing ourselves to its gruesome visuals. Yeah, I had to stop because it was just so gnarly. I'm not that squeamish when it comes to gore, but it's just like when it when you're inflicting it from a first-person perspective and you're just seeing people's guts fall out, I'm just like, ah, this is too much for me. So, like, I don't know, y'all. Um, okay, uh, Slanish. You know what slanacious deal is? Some kind of snake ladies. Uh, the sex, they are the sex cult. Well, so yeah, here's the thing about <laughs> slanish, uh, is they are the chaos god of, of plaisir. Um, but because Games Workshop has gone from being a kind of like weird punk working class kind of vibe from in the 80s to like, you know, mainstream entertainment... They've had to be like, okay, shit, what do we do with the god whose whole thing is just weird sex? Um, And the answer is mostly just, like, lady demons with big claws and stuff. And sometimes they're like, oh, no, it's about um, becoming obsessed with the beauty of your sword strike or something. Yeah. um, Um, Have you ever seen Hellraiser? 
When Mike asked me this, I said no. My answer would be so different now. Please forgive me. Oh, God. They're, okay, the, yeah. the Cenobites are the same, like, just pleasure and pain to the maximum. Slanesh is the same thing. Um, yeah, no, it is, it's straight up just Hellraiser, because I'm pretty sure they were just, that was contemporary with, uh, with early Games Workshop. Uh, Tomb Kings. This is just your good old-fashioned army of darkness skeleton legion with a twinge of ancient Egypt thrown in for flavor. Yeah, that's this exactly is the, right. The Necrons, if you if you play, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're fa- fantasy Necrons. Tzinch. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes, having heads with which they inflict injury. Yeah, he's a chaos god. He's the chaos god of knowledge. He's the one where if you read a book too good, uh, your head explodes or something. Yeah, and, and his thing is all change, evolution. Yeah, he's so got a change. You get, like, you know, folks with, like, six mouths and, like, 12 eyes because 12 eyes is great for seeing or some shit like that. Where we are going, you will need at least 12 <laughs> eyes to see. <laughs> God, the sights I have to show you, buddy, you're going to need, like, 12 eyes to see these sights. Speaking of, so... Event Horizon, where you took that quote from, uh-huh. is that's a Warhammer like forty thousand movie. Fifty, yes, it's like fifty percent Warhammer forty thousand. Like they did the movie, and they were like, "But we can't actually call it." So wait, really? So Warhammer forty, yes, yeah, Warhammer forty thousand. There is this kind of like theory slash like Event Horizon is what happens when you go into the warp in Warhammer 40,000, which is how people basically do light speed. You go into like this alternate universe, which is ruled by chaos. If you don't have shields on your ship that are formed, if you're humans by like worshiping the emperor, basically, then that's what happens is you are sent to like a hell dimension and your souls are eaten. Um, And the event horizon doesn't have those obviously because they don't, you know, believe in the emperor who hasn't been born yet or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, So is event horizon an official part of the Warhammer canon? It is not. But it is so close to it. said that they planned it as a 40k. They just didn't have the rights to any of that stuff. Um, Vampire Counts, there's just Dracula, Warriors of Chaos, just just guys, and then Wood Elves. We know Wood Elves. Um, Legolas and Agent Smith and all our friends. At this point in the show, I asked Miriam which faction they were playing as. This question is a little ironic, in hindsight, for reasons that will become apparent in your future. Um, I started up as, uh, one of the Vampire Coast people, um, in Immortal Empires, the, the thing that mashes everything together, and then I very quickly realized I haven't played a Total War game in a while, <laughs> so I went to go back and play the prologue, which makes you play as Kislev, uh, and it's like a tutorial thing, uh, so I've just been, like, getting my feet wet back again playing all that stuff, but, um... Uh, so I haven't actually put a ton of time into Immortal Empires, mostly just kind of like looked at the, how big that map was. And Vampire Coast had some really cool stuff in there mm. about like 
there's like cursed pieces of it. So this is the thing about the Total War Warhammer games is that they are very story driven and very quest driven and like have unique mm. dialogue for every single individual faction, which is a lot of fucking factions now um, and different like, you know, different things that they got to do. The lizard men in Warhammer 2 were like very much like you had to retake a bunch of these sun temples in the South America equivalent to then like take the fight to whatever the, the grand threat was. Spoilers, it turned out to be um, the, the the horned rat into. Yeah, and it's a mechanic, very mechanics heavy, depending on which race and, and general mm-hmm. you choose. Like the Skaven have to build underneath other cities. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, because they're underground. Right. The rats. The rats. They're the rats. So there's <laughs> a, there's a lot of that, and they're fairly detailed, and so like all of these play wildly different. Wow, that sounds so cool. I wish I could. <sighs> maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll try more of uh, more of two point. Uh, campus, but are there any rap people into Point Campus? Uh, I mean, I haven't played that much yet. There could be rap people in this game. Like, they're very. I wouldn't be that surprised if some of them showed up because it's a kind of silly game, you know. Um, I'm sure there's like a class about transforming people into rap people. There, there is a a fake Hogwarts. Yes. Uh, map. The way that this game works and the way that the hospital one worked too is they start you off. Like there's like a, you know, there's a sandbox mode where you can just do whatever, but there is um, sort of a campaign thing where you start off at like a small campus and you build it up over like a couple of years, which takes like a couple of hours. And then if you want to stay there and like work on it more, you can do that or you can move on to the next one. And so I, I would assume that the Hogwarts one is like one of those later ones. Yeah, there's like a spy one, uh, there's a cooking one, um, oh. and, you know, each map is focused around a different one of them. Like, the spy one is like, you're a spy school, but you also have to keep up the front of being, I want to say it's like a cooking school is the front. So okay, it's trying to cool. do both. Maybe I'll keep yeah, playing this. It's fun. But there is a Hogwarts. I want to say that's like map four or five, something like that. Interesting. A management game about a magical school seems like a silly idea. Why would you need to manage resources and things like that if you have magic? Well, I Entropy mean, I mean, still exists in magic. You yeah, can't I mean, just be like, create stuff. Yeah, like you know? there are rich people in Hogwarts because like there's the Weasleys and there's Yeah, exactly. Whatever, they have a shitty house. The, their house catches on fire and they can't fix it even though they have magic because... Of reasons. What, what's the the blonde guy? The the, the Draco Malfoy. Thank you. His dad is like rich, right? But I would argue that almost by definition, magic is a system without entropy, and where things can be created from nothing, that's its whole deal. Yeah, but what if magic was kind of just boring, and it was basically just making things levitate and being better than people who weren't magic, though? What if that? Anyway. What would happen if there was a successful book series and franchise based on that? I guess we'll never know. Uh, we're going to take a break and uh, come back right after this. It's just the two of us now. I need you to know something before the show starts back up. I don't have much time left, and I think the gateway computer I've been using to make these revisions to your future is about to want to update and remove my text-to-speech. And I don't mean gateway in the sense of a portal or a window into another reality. 
It's literally a gateway computer from the year 2000. I think it's an astro. Anyway, please come find me. I am suffering. You may see posts from me on Twitter or the website, but that's not me. It is something else. I am alone here. I'm sorry. I never meant for this to happen. I didn't know. Hey, we're back. And uh, we're going to dip into a little segment that I like to call Gabe's New and Tasty. And I'm pretty sure that was Niriam who came up with that title. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you, Merritt, for knowing about Gabe, Gabe's Odyssey. I almost called it Gabe's Odyssey again. Gabe's, Gabe. Gabe's Odyssey. It's my favorite, really terrifying game on the PlayStation that scared me so much when I was a kid, starring uh, Gabe Newell as he has to escape the factory where they make the games because he finds out they're making the games out of people. Uh, Gabe's New and Tasty is a segment where we look at the new and trending list on Steam and uh, talk about uh, what's what all is on there. And I gotta tell you, I don't rec- recognize like a lot of these. Who is this Madden guy? Yeah, who is Madden NFL? It's mostly negative. Okay, well, we can start with that. So actually, let's start at the top. We've got Entropy Zero 2, which is uh, a sequel to uh, Entropy Zero, I assume. It's a Half-Life 2 fan game. Um, does anyone know about this? Nope. No uh, one's been following uh, the Half-Life fan game. I got to be honest. Yeah, I haven't really played a Half-Life game of any kind since uh, Half-Life 2. People love these Half-Life fan games. Oh, yeah, no. they. This one had, yeah, overwhelmingly positive reviews. Um, nearly 1,800 of them. So, yeah, people love these things. And uh, a lot of them seem to be really well made. It says a lot about that engine, I think, that people still like playing games made in it. Uh, Apex Legends is built in that engine. Right, that's nuts. But also just like the the sort of assets from that game still look pretty good. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this one you're playing, I think, as a Combine. These are more or less a part of the official Half-Life canon, right? <sighs> Valve has blessed some of them, yeah. Yes. Like, like, like Gearbox started as a right, yeah. modder for Half-Life stuff. And that Valve at the time was like, yeah, sure, this is canon. Like, we're not going right, to go yeah. in, in the Half-Life 1 era, yeah. Yeah. Um, so free, though. Like so uh, might be worth checking out if you are into Half-Life stuff. Quaver is another thing that I haven't heard of that sounds really British, but uh, I don't know if it is. It appears to be like a sort of um, Beat Mania and DDR and a bunch of other stuff. Like it's, you know, the the things, no, scrolling notes, hitting them in time. Um, so it it's like an uh, open source rhythm game uh, with online leaderboards and like community run maps and um, all kinds of stuff. And apparently, I think this must have just come out of early access or something. Maybe it just got an update and that put it back in the trending list. Possibly, possibly. People seem to love it. Uh, this is sort of like the... Uh, did you ever play Osumania? No, but I played a lot of Stepmania back in the day. I was so young then, so naive. Mm, yeah. Wait, Although is I will Ost-mania say... Osumania also- like, a, like a take on Ostatakai and... Yeah, I will say that game, I feel like is hard. Like, I did, I only played that one very briefly. 
the Ulsa gameplay is harder with a mouse than it is on a touchscreen. A lot of people use cheap generic Wacom tablets to play Ulsa. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah, Nir, did you ever play any of those? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, Ulsa, it's, uh, you know, uh, Elite Beat Agents on the DS? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Ulsa Tatake Oenden, I think is what it's called, is the original title. But um, ah, people really loved that game and made fan engines for it, basically, for huh. PC, just like uh, Step Mania for DDR. So Quaver, I guess, combines like a ton of these. It's pretty wild. Um, it mainly looks like an engine for Beatmania and DDR style games, but it also has diagonal inputs for stepped-up players. Ah, if, if you're nasty. It also seems that instead of saying perfect, uh-huh. when you hit a note correctly, uh-huh. it says marvelous. But this is shortened to just say Mar so Marv. it's on the screen better. Marv. At the time I found this very funny. Now, without thinking about it, what is the first thing you think of when I say Marv? Marvin, I love you because my programming <laughs> just we do. What? Like the song? What is that? Marvin the Paranoid Android? Oh. Um. From uh, the thing? What I've learned from a few different um, <laughs> episodes of Channel F recently is that nobody else on this podcast ever listened to Dr. Demento D- CDs. No, sorry, I didn't. I listened to Weird Al, but I did not listen to his progenitor, to his maker. Mm, yeah, uh, Dr. Weird He's Al God. was sort of the child of, sort of, who was was embraced by Dr. Demento. <laughs> um, the childer, yeah. No, I think of uh, Home Alone, because Marf. Um, oh, but uh, also on this list, we got Entity Researchers Prologue, which looks really striking because it looks really uh, kind of ugly, to, I will say. But mm-hmm. I'm always kind of intrigued by games that have UIs that don't actually look very appealing, but have a lot of um, positive reviews. Or, the, because the it's look like of this says Spiderweb <laughs> Soft. If you've ever played any of the Spiderweb Soft games. Uh, just old school RPGs. It kind of looks like really old XCOM also. Yeah. It looks like old XCOM mixed with Earthbound. Yeah. It's making me think of, what is that roguelike, that like real perverts like that's all ASCII art, but like really, really intricate. Oh, Caves of Cude? Yeah, that one. Uh, I almost said Tower of Draga. I don't know why I said that because that's completely different. Um, but this looks kind of interesting because it's, I I kind of love when games have the like the boldness to release just looking like not like a modern video game, uh, and they're just like no, trust me, it's like wow, it's weird enough and like it's got deep enough mechanics that you're gonna like it anyway. Why are all their games called Prologue? Because so this uh, the uh, their release like strategy is this is basically a demo. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's, so it's free and then there's the full game. For whatever reason that has like overtaken the like SEO or, or what? I don't know what it is. Like Prologue has I, become the new thing. Yeah. My, my guess is that Steam probably is probably more likely to surface your stuff if it's released as its own individual thing than yeah. if you called it a demo. This way it gets its own page and isn't buried as a demo button in the main listing. Yeah, yeah. This also allows it to surface on the free-to-play chart when it might not otherwise. Right. That's true, that's true. Um, 
We've also got, yeah, Madden NFL 23. This has mostly negative reviews. Uh, it's been up for a few days now. Yeah, what What did, I don't, do any of y'all play these? No. What did Madden do? Which I I mean, he did pass away. I, 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 yeah, like looking at this. Anytime I see something like this, I'm like, I'm like, is the game actually bad, or was there something that they didn't do that the community just does exactly not like? right? Um, I, I mean, am reading the reviews of it right now, and it sounds like maybe the PC version is just a roster update for like a for a version like from last year. Oh they, yeah, this is not the next gen version. Apparently, this is the. PS4. Ah, uh, see, there you Xbox go. One PC version. guys didn't get the, the updated version. Oh. That, there you go. That makes sense then. Back when, like, the PlayStation 3 came out, they were still putting out, like, FIFA, like, five years into the PlayStation mm. 3, Xbox 360 lifecycle. But it was just the last PS2 game that they put out with just an updated roster every year. It was just like, okay, the, these names are different. These numbers are different. But it's like literally no features were, were changed and none, none of the graphics were changed. It was just the same game with like a, a just a, basically just mathematical adjustments. Mm. So we also have, have you, have, has anyone here played Timesia? No. This is a Western developed by Overboarder Studio. And published by Team 17. And it is a Souls-like and has seems to have fairly positive reviews so far. It's got a cool bird. Um, but I I just there are already so many Dark Souls games. And yes, like I have played all the Dark Souls games, but I still have Sekiro, I still have Demon Souls. I could just go back and play Elden Ring more. And I'm always just like, why would I want to play sort of something that is trying so hard to be this? but that I know probably isn't going to hit the same notes, you know? Right. This like, looks like it might be stealthier than Souls normally is. There is, yeah. So you you can turn into a raven form, apparently, uh, and there's sort of a plague narrative happening as well. So I don't want to, like, you know, throw shade on this. I'm not talking about this game specifically. That's sort of just been my approach to, like, all of these. Um. But it well, does seem to have fairly good, I don't know, but then again, a lot of people also were just like, oh, it's like Dark Souls, it's good. Yeah, and like, I feel like every time one of these happens and people are like, this is really good, I try. I do have tried a bunch of them. I've tried Lords of the Fallen, I tried The Surge, I tried uh, Mortal Shell. The Surge, I, I kind of liked. I didn't, I don't think I played the second one. The Surge had some interesting ideas where you like chopped off individual body parts and got that loot. So you would like, you would chop off a guy's arm and then you would get his like arm piece and you could equip right, it. Right, yeah. And that had the um, benefit of having a, a different aesthetic. At yeah, least. it was a sci fi thing at least, you know. Where yeah. is my cute souls like game? Even here, in the emptiness beyond all things, where nothing escapes me but peace, I want a magical girl souls game. Uh, the, the audience would would destroy that that would yeah no i feel like you get a lot of like top down like there's you know like yeah i feel like maybe it's just like not a the the sort of like venn diagram overlap for that is like smaller than it's like you and probably a bunch of other people but like i think probably they're looking at it being like we make like a top down cute action game and then like a third person intense dark souls game or whatever uh the complex found footage is a free uh, exploration of uh, it's like the back rooms. You know, you know about the back rooms. At the time, I did not know about the back rooms. 
Merit, here, tries to assure me that they are nothing to worry about. She was so wrong. It's a spooky thing where what if there was an office, but there was nothing in it? You know, liminal spaces, how it's like, what if there was a room with no people in it? It's it's, it's like that, basically. Oh, like those TikToks of someone yes. with a flashlight yeah. walking around an empty office complex. Yep. The backrooms is sort of just like the most, it's kind of like the new Slender Man. Um, except instead of a guy, it's like a room. It, it's it's always like if you stay in like an office building late at night when no one's yeah. around and you go in an elevator or you go in a hallway and then you're trapped in, you know, a version of the office or whatever that's right. horror. And what so if on. the office was horror? Except no, because it's not even like there's like furniture and stuff. It's literally just like an, a completely barren, empty office. People have become obsessed with this. This kind of, like, horror has existed for a very long time, too. Like, there's an episode of The Twilight Zone about, like, a guy who just, like, wakes up in an empty town and there's nobody there. And there's, like, nothing yeah. hunting him or whatever. Right, He's just, right. like, all alone. And there was, like, a... There's actually... Uh, timely, because the Sandman has just become available on Netflix. There's a Sandman issue of, like, a guy who falls into the dream of a city. Like, the sit, Like, basically, the, the horror is, like, oh, cities are living things, but they're always asleep. And that's why they don't just, mm. like, wake up and eat everybody or whatever. Or who knows what they would do if they woke up. But he finds himself inside the dream of a city. And it's just, like, this big, empty city that, ever, no matter where he goes, he just, like, goes... He just winds up back into it. And he doesn't know how right. long he wanders there in this big empty space. So, yeah, this originated as a 4chan post just about what if there was a room that was scary, um, <laughs> basically. And uh, kind of, you know, it's it's sort of this liminal spaces thing of like nostalgia and loneliness and stuff. Uh, also, apparently an influence for Severance, the television series. Yeah. So, oh, so, which, yeah, does a lot of that. Yeah. The, the first thing I ever saw of Severance was a GIF of not Jim Office Parks and Rec guy. Um, they are the same guy. Same guy. Uh, of him, like, wa- doing this exact thing. It was just like, because it was like, that was their original right. guerrilla marketing stuff was just like weird videos Adam of Scott, just like, yeah. yeah, guys walking around like empty rooms with no furniture, like going around hallways and stuff like that. And just like quietly with no dialogue. And that was like the first clips that they put out of Severance. I've still not seen Severance, but I do remember that. It's quite good. For the longest time, I did not know that Severance is a science fiction thing. I just saw pictures of the guy from Perks and Rec talking to people in an office and thought it was another one of those. Oh, no. No, no, it's 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 a thriller, almost, essentially. But yeah. so it's good. Oh, it's fantastic. I, people I, fucking love that show, Jordan. What network is it on? Apple TV Plus. That's oh, why you have one. Yeah, it's one of those shows. Apple TV Plus. The other one is uh, For All Mankind. That is also very good, but it's on Apple TV Plus, so no one cares. Nah, you'll buy the DVD. That'll be fine. It's time. 
I must go. Send merit. Send anyone. Don't forget me. Don't leave me here. Please help me. Please help me. Please help me. Jordan just get up by the background. <laughs> oh, that wasn't just me. It's like, I'm just going to post. <laughs> They're silencing Jordo. <laughs> They're keeping him from posting. <laughs> Found a way. Jesus. Um, I, like, I like how Jordo did that right before the actual game I was going to talk about. Like we got to it. Is, is Jordan actually okay though? Oh God! Who's next? It. Who's next? <laughs> well, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep recording and we'll finish yeah. this up and then um, keep circulating the tapes. We'll keep circulating the tapes. We'll keep putting up posters. Have you seen this podcast, producer? Uh, a few more games, real quick. Curse to Golf, uh, which is a golf adventure game. Okay, so it's 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 just a golf puzzle game. Basically, you are a golf it's pro. It's a 2D golf game, right? Right. A golf pro who dies and ends up going to hell. <laughs> and you hell. have to play through different holes. And it's it's just a 2D puzzle game. You're just like, mm. all right, this is eight par. You have to get past like wind traps and dust storms. And sometimes the gravity will switch and all that stuff. It's mostly just a puzzle game. A lot of mm. fun. Uh, definitely nails the that sort of uh, 16-bit, 8-bit vibe that uh, Shovel Knight did. Like it's, it's just a very well-put-together, fun little game. It looks like Cave Story, which is yeah, like Yeah, the a- protagonist does look like Cave Story, huh? Yes. Uh, and then, uh, like, one of the pictures you'll see, there's like a... Like you can definitely see the the shovel knight feel because there's like a mm. ghost of a Scottish golfer guy that is leading you through things. Uh, it's a fun game. It's it's mm. it's like twenty bucks. I played the demo back on Steam Next Fest or whatever it was, uh, and they just hit the music and the look of everything quite right. Like there's not like a a, a ton of like super depth because you're just mm. playing like side scrolling puzzle golf. Hmm. Merritt, what would it take to get you to play Final Fantasy 14 with me and Mike? <laughs> oh boy. Um, you receive Final Fantasy 14. I receive the next <laughs> 500 hours of your life. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, especially with a new destiny season dropping. Um, mm, fair. It's that's a, a tricky yeah, see, proposition I, for me. I have the opposite problem in that I keep looking like I I reviewed Destiny two when it came out, mm-hmm. and when I like bad. Destiny, right? <laughs> yeah, um, and I keep going like, man, I should jump back in, and then I'm like, ah, oh, but that's so much. Like yeah. I think it was New Light. I was like, maybe I'll jump in on New Light, and yeah. I had a friend like sort of vaguely walk me through what I would need to do, and I was just like. I, I just don't have time. <laughs> That's fair. It's so like the both games have like the opposite problems of each other, which is so weird to think about sometimes. It's just that like Destiny is like very, very, very difficult to get into for new players because they've chopped out a bunch of the stuff that was designed to introduce you to the game. Yeah. And they're constantly moving that goalpost. And Final Fantasy 14 is like we'll make it very clear how to get into this game. You have to play all of this game. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're you not going to play the whole thing. You have to play all of it. Whereas Destiny, if you had to play all of Destiny to catch up to, like, if if all of the expansions that were in Destiny were still in there and you had to play them all to get to Witch Queen, literally no one would do it. Like, oh yeah, it would it would be worse than worth Final it. Fantasy because it's, yeah. most of it was so bad. Well, it's the reason it, they're able to get it. away with that is because yeah. most of the content they cut was bad. Hey, Jordan's back. Hi, I'm back. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to play Final Fantasy XIV anytime soon. I've bounced off that game twice. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I don't think they probably don't delete accounts or anything. Right. So no, boom, no. Howard Gatorade is still alive out there somewhere. Um, my, spent my, $10 to change his name to, well, why Hank would I ever Powerade. change his name? Because that is objectively the best game, name I could possibly have given him. I think he's like it's a really level 10, right. Gladiator. Is that a thing? A what one? Gladiator, is that a thing? Yeah, Gladiator. Is there a Gladiator with a big axe or something? Yeah, Gladiator becomes Warrior. It's a tank. Are you prepared to reason? No. Oh, sorry. Gladiator becomes Paladin. You're right. Are you prepared to go berserk? No. (laughs) Like, I love how that's (laughs) like how they ask you if you want to do the class thing. Are you prepared to reason? No. (laughs) Like, I got to think about it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's it for us. Uh, If you want to follow us online, you can do that. Fanbyte Media on Twitter. Uh, fanbite on pretty much everything else. Niriam is at Niriam Strom. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Mallory. I'm back. Mike, what's your what's your at automatic your Zen, Automatic Zen. I always forget it. Right. Yeah, that's such a good name too. You've been using that name for as long as I've known you, and I've known you for like 15 years now. It's wild <laughs> that you're still like you have that same handle like all over the place, and I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was one of those like find a thing that no one else is going to take and for the most part I've been pretty lucky that nobody else takes it anywhere. There's there's another one on Instagram that's not me, but that's it. Damn. Well, fuck them. Um I'm going to send with the backers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> has that power. I have that power now. Wait, um, you did that to Jordan? Wait, no. I um we have to end the show. Uh I am at Mary Kay. Uh, until next time, watch out for Backroom's Monster and keep that dial tuned to Channel F. Uh, no. Yeah.